0: Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug podcast, and I know it's been a little bit more than a minute since we've last spoken to each other and held each other close as the world got darker. Anyway, not to be depressing. Uh, Yeah, we know it's been a little bit since um, we've checked in with you. Um, That's due to COVID stuff, you know? Shit's kind of up in the air right now, Uh, but we do have some exciting and fun new stuff coming your way very shortly. But in the meantime, um, coming up next year, we've got a nice collaboration. I think it's Pull the Plug's first collaboration, I think. Definitely the best one Um, with the new podcast four turntables and a microphone featuring their wonderful hosts, uh, Dan, John, Ryan, and Ricardo. And this episode features yours truly. They were nice enough to invite me on and talk all things music, vinyl, and just some general nonsense that pull the plug of course has uh, become want to do. So please check those guys out. Link is in the show notes to uh, subscribe to them. I highly suggest you do. It's a great show and uh, thanks so much for listening. And your patience. Okay.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And in this episode, you're going to get two podcasts for the price of one. This is our first crossover podcast. And from four turntables and a microphone, I'm Dan. He's Johnny. I'm Ryan.
0: I'm Ricardo. And I'm Justin from Pull the Plug Podcast.
1: Yay, Justin. Hey.
2: Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: For those listening to the episode on the Pull the Plug channel, Four Turntables and a Microphone is a podcast where the four of us get together and talk about the albums we collect, our favorite songs, music news, and the occasional mu- artist spotlight. Justin, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast? Uh, well, we are
0: uh, a little rinky dink show. Um, we've been going now for gosh, like eight years now
1: compared to you. We're the rinky dink show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you're rinky dink. Hi Sue. Um,
3: we are the sea turtle. Hi, we
4: yeah. are the sea turtle. That's still like just coming out of the egg, trying to get into the ocean, <laughs> getting pummeled by the waves, dodging seagulls. I like that. <laughs> that's us.
0: Um, we see, we're an all acoustic music podcast. Uh, so we play acoustic music from kind of local artists, feature you know kind of those artists that should be known but don't get that kind of notoriety and then we also just talk about pop culture and the weird stories in the news and make fart jokes like it's just <laughs> not <laughs> too different than what we do we're like a bunch of we're 30 years old and we're a bunch of like 17 year old kids like that's pretty much all we are so yeah
1: you'll fit right in yes yeah, so oh yeah
0: i'm, I'm yeah. already very comfortable here it's, it's lovely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in this episode we're gonna do a little bit uh, from his podcast and a little bit from ours yeah all right, so let's get started with crate digging. Who's who picked up some albums this week? I've still got a ton of stuff in the mail, but I'll let you guys go. I'll go. I'll go. Because oh, okay. I, okay. I feel like a, like because you all were very
0: surprised when I, I you know, crate digging. And you're Like, oh, you actually got something,
4: Justin. You would be our first guest that actually. Has at least recently acquired oh, I'm so records. excited.
0: I'm so stoked. Yeah. So I got two. They haven't arrived yet, but I have ordered them and I actually wrote them down because I had a hard time remembering things. Um, one is George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. Wow, nice. I was very excited about I heard that uh, record for the first time at a buddy's place. Like his dad had it and it was like all just torn to hell. And I'm like, I need to have this. So I got that one. Um, and I'm waiting for iron and wine uh kiss each other clean. Oh. Nice. Ooh, iron and wine is nice. like one of my favorite. Like I
4: just ordered an iron
1: and wine record. Yeah. Oh, is today gonna be a whole sure. podcast?
4: Yep. Not a whole podcast, but there's gonna be a lot of iron and wine talk today.
0: There
1: might
4: beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Okay, little
1: John. that's awesome.
0: John.
4: Very nice. Yeah. I
5: took a um past weekend I took a trip to Guelph and a little shop down there, and I found two little good finds. Uh the first one is the Black Pumas. Not sure if anyone has this one. At all.
4: No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. No. Tell me about it, buddy. Because I'm kind of like familiar funk with
5: soul. It. I guess they categorize it as psychedelic soul. The Black Pumas were Grammy nominated in 2020 for Best New Artist. So I had a coworker just bring it up on the uh, HomePod once, and it's just kind of really nice, kind of. Um, yeah, soul music. I call it listening in the background while doing dishes and stuff like that. That sounds so. right up my alley, man. Is it anything mm. like
4: Coco Roco, what we were listening to last week? Or yes, a little bit like that. Heavier? Yeah. Yeah. I,
5: I put it on since I got home and I really like it. Just really kind of good music and just kind of funky beat. I would suggest checking it out.
4: Black Bumas. I'm Black Bumas, that. yeah.
5: Yeah, the shop in Guelph was a pretty good prices too. This is a special edition cream color as well too. And is it that was Fat Cat like- or Black Cat? What's it called? Uh, it was a cat. It was a... Fat Cat? <laughs> A fat cat, cat records cat, in I Guelph. Think. Yeah, I had it on my no. phone Royal here. cat? I don't know Royal, it's something. No, Royal, Royal cat. Royal cat. Royal cat. Let me one. check it out here. <laughs> fat
2: cat is this one? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Royal cat. That's it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. What's your cat's name, Ricardo? uh Angel. Uh, yeah, she's looking for but a I rabbit. I think
2: I think she ate an angel because <laughs> she's so fat. There's <laughs> like six inside <laughs> of her. <laughs> nice. Uh,
4: anything else, John?
5: uh One other ones here. I know, Dan, you were talking a little bit about uh, Coldplay, but then I mentioned that, uh, oh, there's, I forget which album you were listening to and you weren't impressed with some of the songs. Is that
1: Viva La Vida? No, anything past that. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, like uh, Marlo- I'm kind
0: of the same vibe as that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's like, there's little sparks of like wonder, but yeah, it doesn't quite hit that level yeah. for me anymore.
5: Yeah, even my oldest daughter, who's like huge, huge Coldplay fan, I was asking her about the latest album. She's like, eh. yeah, a love of the early albums. This one is uh, Ghost Stories, I think I, mess, I mentioned in our thread that there is some good songs from Ghost Stories. There is a couple of songs on here: uh, Magic Ink, Midnight, and uh, so yeah. I picked up that Coldplay album, Ghost Stories, so and that's more my, that's
4: a more recent one, right? I
5: think this one is from two thousand fourteen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Ghost Stories, pick that one up. My favorite song in this one is called Midnight. It's kind of a real cool sort of vibe. I'm not totally
0: sure, but it sounds like there's drugs involved in that song. But it's, really,
4: <laughs> it's a really cool song.
0: That's a really good like late night driving album. Yeah, I Pete found.
4: Coldplay for me was X and Y and listening to it yeah. on the subway or walking yeah, home yeah. late at night.
0: I got to see them once during their,
5: uh, what's the album that's really colorful? I X think it's, Milo, I th- yeah, whatever one. it's
4: called. <laughs> the I, one that looks like graffiti. That's right. Exactly. Yeah.
5: I saw that one. I saw them in Buffalo. I took the drive over the border and it was pretty funny. I didn't even know my oldest daughter was going to be at that concert. And all of a sudden I texted her and she realized she was at the same concert and I saw her <laughs> on the floor. And then I literally saw a Coldplay walking by her and the, uh, she touched them. And I actually t- t- took a picture of them. So that's pretty fun. That's, good. that's <laughs> awesome! That's yeah, awesome. Those are my two picks there. Yeah. Perfect. Sweet
1: picks. I got one in the mail this week. Uh, It was one I ordered a while back. It was Fiona Apple's latest album. Right. Um, And I ordered that, and it's called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And it is her, let me just see, her fifth studio album. She wrote it, or recorded it, um, over the last five years in her home in Venice Beach. It was nice, the good packaging. It came with a little booklet as the liner notes, Most records usually come with like a 12 by 12 inch insert, but this actually came with a little book. It was about the size of a DVD case, Mm. um, that kind of shape. And I just got the standard old black vinyl and like a day after I ordered it, I saw the vinyl Me Please had a limited edition color. But to be honest, a lot of times it feels like black is less common than color these days. Yeah, I've bought a few records where I
4: pop it out, not expecting anything special mm-hmm. at all, and it appears to you know it just surprises you when you open it up that it's a special color or some yeah. nonsense.
1: I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, from what I've heard with the reviews, it's been doing really well. There's gonna be so, going so to many that.
0: color albums lately. It's
1: gonna be new special edition
0: black album.
5: Yeah,
0: <laughs> old yeah. that school. That I was kind of thinking that when you say that, I think like the majority of my records probably are colored in some way. A lot yeah. of modern
1: ones are. Yeah, yeah. like it's weird yeah ricardo how about you
2: i got i'm in the club of acdc you know Uh, on saturday i was just is that new yeah you know what happens is uh i was just uh just like a scavenger (laughs) just seeing (laughs) what, what what's good and i received this email from amazon right so the 40 uh maybe Three or four days ago was the fortieth anniversary of Back in Black. Yep. And they have this special edition, one hundred and eighty grams. He's a fat boy.
4: So it sounds much, much better than the one that I have, because the one I have is
1: my dad's, just like Justin was saying. Yeah. And, George and, George and the Harris one experience. I brought tonight that I was actually going to gift to you, but since you just bought it. Oh. No. Oh. I guess I'll take it back.
2: What well, do you think to me then? Yeah. I bought it because was like 25 bucks with a t-shirt. That's great. So okay. I said, like that. Ah, wait, that. <laughs> when I was <laughs>
4: in junior high school, every single morning, my dad drove me to work. Q107 mm-hmm. in Toronto, the radio station would play back in black every single morning. And that was our drive to school yeah. song.
2: And you know, this is a memorable album after Bon's, um No, what's Bunscott. I oh, don't no. what, know. What's the name? Oh. Brain fart.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Angus, young. Brain fart now. Angus Young is the singer. No,
2: no, 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 no. He's Brian the Johnson Brian is, Johnson the, is the yeah. Nope. Brian, no. Brian oh. Johnson
4: makes me want to watch Top Gear episodes now with Brian Johnson. The one
2: it. that died. Oh, shit.
4: Dude, you're the ACDC fan. I'm too young for this. Don't look <laughs> at me. Can you you got to keep this all in, right? I can name a couple of their songs. <laughs> I'm impressed yeah. you mentioned Q107. That's a lot of ball
1: so, references. <laughs> yeah. I realized that I had this album in my collection, more of a token album. Because of its history and background. Yeah, like Dark Side. Yeah. More than I would actually listen to it on a regular basis. Bones- Dark Side, I listen to on a regular basis.
2: Yeah, Scott, yeah. Right. Yeah, he, um, after he passed away, so they came with this huge punch with Back in Black, so I had mm-hmm. to have it. And Dan was tempting me. He was saying, okay, I have Back in Black. I can have your wizard <laughs> <guy."> <laughs> album. I can. Have. We can trade. We can do things. And I was tempted. But when I saw the offer in Amazon, I just,
1: no, You can't beat that. Yeah, and it came hard. with a shirt.
2: Yeah, it came with a shirt. So. And I fit in there, so it's fine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> One more day to sit around listening to records instead of doing the laundry. Yeah, exactly.
5: Does that album have the song Black and Black in it? Yeah. That's a good one. Every time I, one of my favorite performances from ACD, you see was like the big Toronto show they had after the SARS. The SARS was it called SARS stock? They call it. Yeah, oh. it was like one million people. That, I forget the name of the, but they played that song. That was really a good.
2: pandemic, pandemic record. So that's good. It's still <laughs> one
0: of the best bands I've seen live. I I've been lucky enough to go to Coachella twice, and that the second time we went to Coachella, they like headlined like the first night, and it was just like. I feel bad for anybody playing during when ACDC was playing because there was nobody there. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> the biggest crowd I've ever seen congregating around. People this. probably
4: would have come to the festival just for that one show. Oh, guaranteed. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like when you go to a concert and you see people leaving after the opener because those people just came for the opening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like,
2: really? <laughs> and yes, and the reason that we're here in my place is because tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> <Happy> to <birthday, laughs> so, you, you. So my kids and my wife, they picked up picked something for me. I don't know what it is, and they're going to give it to me now. We're going oh, to open this it is now. That's so exciting. Uh, that is really course. exciting. What? Okay. Happy
5: birthday, Happy dear birthday, Ricardo. Ricardo. I will read
2: this one later, but let me, doesn't matter the noise. Go for right? it. Go Happy birthday Be violent. Let's
3: see what it is. I'm so excited. I could be a part of this. This is great. Are you four? Are you five?
0: Are you six? Are you seven? Are you eight? (laughs) (laughs) So after he opens this one, like, do we all open one? Is that how this kind of works? (laughs) Ooh.
2: Okay. So I have...
0: Ours are coming after. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) What is it? Bohemian Rhapsody. The original Queen and Smile recording from the soundtrack. Oh, that's really cool. Ooh, that's great. From the (laughs) movie.
4: Nice. So Ricardo's wife reached out to me a few weeks ago and was just asking for some suggestions on how to go about buying this special album for Ricardo Ah, nice. hope you sure. enjoy it, buddy. Happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday you, Ricardo yeah. happy birthday I think this is uh, i I love the the record, but I think my daughter loves more: Yeah, your neighbors yeah. are going to hate it. <laughs> oh no, they hate me already, so yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. that's awesome yeah great my great.
0: wife is going to be very jealous of that now i've got to find it yeah i asked melissa great.
4: to come tonight because you were coming and now i can tell her that we had queen and yeah yep sorry melissa <laughs>
2: next time <laughs> next time
4: open
1: invite Good. so ryan are you going to share anything or
4: yeah i didn't have anything new to bring this week so i just brought a few of my old favorites that i've had for years and years because i knew what we were going to be talking about today with justin some uh, some of my acoustic favorites Uh, I still have a buttload of stuff in the mail, even though some stuff started coming in. There's a delivery I was hoping would come today, but it's likely to come tomorrow. So that'll be just in time. Next week. Yep. Next week. Um, Now, Vinyl Me Please has mugged you. Buddy, they've like mugged me. They've cleaned out my pocket. (laughs) Uh, So I made the mistake of going on their website and all of the product that they have that's sold out. Apparently, you can click these buttons, say "Waitlist me, please. And I think whatever. Shred of a fart of a hope. I'm on some boat in the ocean. I'm going to put in a letter in a bottle and chuck it into the drink saying, please reissue Queens of the Stone Age. So I did it anyway. And they sent an email that I got one morning um, of uh, basically it's not that old, but it's to me, it's going to become a classic hip hop album um, by MF Doom called Mm food. And I want you guys to check this album out, especially if you're not super into hip hop, because this album is special to me for the amount of sampling that are used in the beats to produce like just a sound that's very unique um, the rhymes of the hip hop and of the rap itself, like what he talks about and what the guests talk about on these tracks, it's so entertaining and so much fun to listen to. And if you're at all a fan of the beastie boys or the gorillas, like that type of feel good hip hop, I think you're really going to like it. Cause a lot of the songs are just about food and everyone loves food. Um, so why I talk about this is that this album was re-released after it was initially out like three years ago in 2017, sniped it at 2 PM Eastern. I set an alarm, like a nerd because it was being released at this certain time. And I kind of anticipated that it would go quick, and it did. So another thing I want to talk about related to Vinyl Me Please, and sort of with this album, on Reddit, there's an entire subreddit for Vinyl Me Please. Mm. And if you go on that subreddit for Vinyl Me Please, there'll be all these people discussing what the future releases will be. There's even a couple people from, or at least one person that openly by their username is an employee of Vinyl Me Please that will reference certain things like, oh, they're going to be releasing an old Dirty Bastard or some Wu-Tang album in the next few months, like just references to that, dropping hints on Twitter and stuff. Past few days, a lot of stuff has been going down on this forum where somebody identified because of this MF Doom album called Mm Food that if you go on Discogs, there's this one reseller called Vinceron. That has over 15 copies or 10 copies or something of this one album sealed brand new from Vinyl Me Please, the club edition of it. So <laughs> people go digging. People go digging for this thing that you're supposed to have a membership for and get one, maybe two of them. He's got 10 of this one album on his store. His whole Discog store. Yeah, his whole Discogs store is just Vinyl Me Please and one other type of company like that, just those special club editions for sale at a jacked-up price. Someone went digging onto eBay, found his eBay store. He sold what was that album that you just bought, Fiona Apple?
1: Yeah, he sold the cutters.
4: Yeah, he yeah. sold over a hundred copies of that album on his eBay profile. So the conspiracy <laughs> is that he either has a deal with Vinyl Me Please where he can get these albums in bulk and sell them, or he's an actual employee of Vinyl Me Please that's selling them on the side. Yeah, or
1: he's very creative with. Or he's just different very creative, accounts. and
4: he has like a yeah. hundred email accounts and fifty credit cards or something. But his multiple storefronts online, this whole subreddit has now come down on this guy. Oh, really? And you're only going to know about this if you're on this subreddit, right? So a lot of people won't know about this. But yeah, that he's kind of hacking the system and, and buying up these quantity of these limited record releases and then reselling them immediately on his own storefront. Oh man. Or they, I love their the own Sherlock, storefront.
0: I love the Sherlock Holmes. esque like a goes dive deep, into like, man, we got to figure this out. <laughs> like, yeah. What's yeah. going on? Like yeah.
4: I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, log onto the subreddit for vinyl me, please. And they might've found his IP address and now they know he lives in <laughs> Saskatchewan. We're going to dox him. <laughs> yeah. Get oh, up, man. Get get around, we're going to swat him. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: hopefully. Well, who knows? But if it's not legit, I just hope that Vinyl Me Please deals with it and that'll allow some more records to actually get sold to people who Yeah, want you to get wanna them. know the yeah. sad uh,
4: thing, buddy, is that whether or not it was vinyl me please directly, but people started making memes and posting like parody images or parody jokes mm-hmm. and stuff like that on the subreddit about Vinceron and Vinyl Me Please, and then people start getting banned from the subreddit and posting back like with new usernames. Hi, I just got banned for this comment and then it's just wow. conspiracy. Yep. So big yep. conspiracy going down about vinyl me please and Glad to get some good records with them while I can, but we'll see how that develops, and I guess we'll have more to offer next week.
2: Yeah. Maybe we can find the the White Stripes ones, too. (laughs) Moby. For all
4: I know now, Vinceron has six boxes of White Stripes in his basement along with Queens of the Stone Age in the trunk of his car. Ooh, yeah. You never know. Got to find him. Let's talk. Him or her, got to (laughs) find him. (laughs) (laughs) There's a
5: big smartphone farm ordering all the albums from Vitami Me Blazer. Yeah. They're in with Ticketmaster or something. Yeah.
4: (laughs) You ever seen the picture of the guy that drives around in Hong Kong or something on a bicycle with like a custom-made rack mount for 50 or 60 iPhones where he plays Pokemon Go? on? Yes. Are well, he um, serious? Yeah. Look mm-hmm. this up. It's like just it's old crazy. man Pokemon Go iPhone carousel or something. <laughs> I don't know. There's the Google search term for you. But you're going to look this up, and you wonder how the guy rides his bike around town. But he's an old man, and the only reason mm-hmm. I bring this up is that Vince Ron must have the exact same setup for pre-ordering finals. like finally <laughs> like, <don't> Please. <laughs> might, I don't know. I don't, yeah, but do we know why he does that? He's got to be selling accounts. Dot, dot, dot profit. I don't know. Like it's the same as people, I guess, that there are, you can go on eBay and buy a PlayStation three that has some dumb demo game saved to the hard drive that isn't available anymore. And someone will sell the PlayStation (laughs) with that email account used to download the game. Yeah, I've seen wild stuff on the internet. It's an interesting place. He's taken, mm-hmm.
0: got to catch them all to like a whole new level. <laughs> market's yeah. a market capitalism. Amazing. That's I love capitalism. That. Hmm. That's Have great. you seen
2: the battery that he has to power up everything <laughs> down? Yeah. I don't know. That's why he he's pedaling. He's just yeah. charging.
0: He's mm-hmm. like this. Yeah.
5: I saw a guy with so many phones that he was like changing Google Maps by like you drag phones down a street and then Google Maps would show that, oh, there's traffic. I here. was just going to say <laughs> yeah, there must be a traffic jam everywhere he goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did it on purpose. as like an experiment to yeah. see if he could do it. But yeah. Yep. All right, I think that's about it for Crate Rimpole. digging this week. Um, Yay. Next up, Justin's going to take us through something. What do that's you got right. for us? So we have a
0: recurring thing that we do on our show cause, um I like messing with my co-hosts, one of which is my wife, and um, I like to play games with them. And one of the games that we play is we we look at a list of stuff from. If you guys have heard of the website Ranker.
5: I have not. It yeah. sounds pretty
0: self-descript. It's very self-explanatory. Basically, p- users go on there and they vote. So it's like, what's the best movie of all time? And the best whatever, yada, yada, yada. And it's just so it's user inputted votes and you go in and be like, I think it's mm. this. And the more people vote, the higher your vote gets or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, let's see if I can have you guys figure out everything that's on this list. That's essentially the game. Game. Okay. Game sort of thing. Game so, is on the list. I'm game for the game. You game for the game? Okay. So I was trying to think of something that was like acoustic music based, but frankly, all the lists kind of sucked. So their list is which artist would you bring back from the dead to write one more song? So there's a list of 10 here and we're just going to kind of go around the room. I'm going to see if you guys can figure out who's all in the top 10. Once we all figure out the top 10, whoever has the most selections in the top 10 wins a prize. Mm. That prize is
4: well, he Bohemian Rhapsody applause. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> or
0: that. Or the, or the applause. Or the applause. Yeah.
2: No. Uh, he transferred works, so he's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, I I'll, have the square. I'll grab your fine. information. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll figure it all out later. Yeah. Wait, does that all Cash sense? prices? Yeah. Cash <laughs> not included. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cash value may not be included, yeah. Um, so who wants to go first? Again, so we're trying to figure out which artist would you bring back from the dead to write one more song. So again, these are user-submitted mm-hmm. uh, I got one. people.
5: All right. I'm going to say I want to hear another song from John Lennon.
0: John Lennon. John, you would be correct. It's number
2: two. Yeah. Ding, wow, ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. I, uh,
1: I have to go with David Bowie.
2: Oh,
0: it's, <laughs> that is not surprising. Surprisingly, though, number six. Wow. Oh. Further further down than I was anticipating.
1: Further down. Than they,
2: well, we'll um, hear what the
0: rest are. What about Jim Morrison? Their website is not iPad optimized, so my apologies for the scrolling. Not in the top ten, no.
2: Oh, okay. Hmm.
0: I like your thinking face, Ryan.
4: I'm going to say Paul Walker. No, I'm joking. <laughs>
2: Why you kill that guy?
4: I did. It was Porsche. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to mm. say Kurt Cobain.
0: Kurt Cobain. He's got to be on this list. Yes. He's number eight. Oh, okay. Very All right. Good.
4: Top 10 in the points. Formula one. Hmm. Is, is that me again?
0: Yes. Yeah. You.
4: It's like family feud, Mercury. Me. It is yeah. still shooting for one. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Freddie Mercury. Man, oh man, John, you're good at this. Number one. Yeah. Oh wow. Freddie Mercury two. is the number one <laughs> yeah, person that people want to bring back <laughs> to the dead. Hendrix. Hendrix. I was thinking Hendrix as soon as we said this. Number five. Oh, good one. Yeah. There's Ooh. like one or two on here that are kind of like... Kind of left field? Kind of yeah. left... Actually, maybe only one, but it's like, yeah. What genre is that one? I can't say. Well, I, I, give it, I think it would it's give It's going to be my next guess. Okay, It's going to be my next guess.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
4: This is hard for me. You're going to think of like six tomorrow.
2: Oh, Ryan. I, I will think. Can I? Or I have to Yeah, that's same. fine. Yeah, we'll oh, let right. Ryan
0: go and then we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a pass... Pass.
2: Oh, pass is the oh. Pass is not in the list. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
4: Bob Marley. Oh, good one.
2: That sneaks
0: an, in at number ten. Oh, very good. Man. Very good. Ricardo, I'm look. I don't want. I don't mean to like.
2: Okay, yeah, I know maybe, no, Yeah.
0: Shush. They have two each. Um, I know. Fuck uh, right, uh,
2: right. you, Staley from Alice in Chains.
4: No.
3: yeah no. shit.
4: I think number one. You know is that part of like, Family like, Feud where the red X comes up on screen? <laughs> <like, laughs> okay. <laughs> I
5: think number one is worth like 10 points and number two is worth like nine points. I don't like you. In Formula <laughs> One, first place is actually 26 points. And then second, oh, I think tw- second tw- place, place is 18 20.
4: points. And- I'm
5: yeah. going to go with. <laughs> he had a few hits. Michael Jackson.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, only a few hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's only at number four. Okay. Number four. Man, one, man, two, and four. Jeez.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. Shit. Next up. Mercedes
4: finish here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got to go to the king. Elvis Presley. Elvis. That's another good one, yeah. He was a hero to most.
0: Elvis Presley is number
1: 14.
4: Only. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. He died on the toilet, that was so I knocked him down a few. <laughs> <laughs> what about Buddy Holly?
0: Buddy if Holly. If we're going
4: back that far. Uh, not in the top 10. Okay, all right. He's too young. I don't know. Good guy. Nice glasses.
2: <laughs> I don't like this game.
4: Uh, You've been staring at the ceiling for a long time.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Who else is dead? Let me see. Uh,
0: Chris Cornell. Oh. No. That's oh, a good really? guess. I think that's number like like seventeen or something like that. that. was a at good least guess. I'm
2: in tw- 20. Yes. Yeah. I'm 20. Yeah, yeah, twenty. Yeah. Top twenty. I'm yeah. in the top twenty. Yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> that's I'm a getting Williams my answer. way there. <laughs> I will beat you, little John. Yes,
0: yeah, so we're looking for number three, seven, and nine yet.
4: Ooh. Men or women?
0: Um mm. they've been are... saying a lot of guys. But women die too, right? Women do die too. They okay. have been known to die once. Yeah. Um it's all men. It wow. All men. That's yeah. Dolly I was going to say Dolly
4: Parton, but Dolly Parton's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shut shut up. <laughs> <laughs> up. Why do you want to <laughs> kill her? Shut <laughs> up. I was thinking First I, yeah. Walker. Yeah, we're we're killing
2: everybody, man.
5: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, because it's no longer women, I was going to say Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a, a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't write most of her songs. I was just thinking that.
4: Yeah. She's an amazing vocalist, but was she a songwriter for all of her songs? Well,
0: her songs. So. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything else. There's so I'm much. Really I'm going to give one away, and I'm, I don't want to do that. Give episode. us one, please, sir.
2: No, no, no. Look do we cap need cap to choose the dead. other dead beetle? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh. you don't need to choose the other dead beetle. Oh, that's a good one, though. Yeah, is my third. No. Yeah. Why? No, it's dance.
4: How about that guy from Pink Floyd? Which one? Sid. The one that was bald and had issues later on and left the band, and
2: uh, that was Sid Barrett. Yeah, Dark Side no. of the Moon. No, no, nope. Sid, okay. Barrett, no. Sid Barrett. Sid um, Barrett. Thank you. He wasn't in Dark Side of the Moon. Sid that was after, right? Sid Vicious, yes,
0: not not in the top ten
1: now.
2: Mm. Yeah, from Sex Pistols. T. D. Ramon. Right.
1: No, mm. that was just a, that was a spaghetti at the wall. Joe Strummer. No, let's cover all the punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> were going
4: genre there by are, genre. There are two that are like. Is there re- any blu-
0: blues in there? Uh, no. Miles Davis. No, there are two really big names here that I'm surprised you guys like one of you haven't said. Oh, really? Yeah, you're gonna slap us across the face with these when uh, you probably not on the list. Uh... Do 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 do
2: do. Can I show you my discog list and you can tell me if it's <laughs> there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's any blues on the list at all?
0: Uh, no blues. No. no I was blues. gonna say Stevie Ray No.
2: Mm, yeah. Ricky Valens. No. A Bamba again. <laughs> 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 one hit,
4: one. Day. Oh, Prince. Prince. Wow, that took us a long time. Yeah, Number yeah. seven. On oh, yeah. Oh, there I thought is. he'd be higher. Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. Kind of like Bowie with me. I like yeah. I anticipated higher up. So now we need number we never, need number three and nine. If you guys want me to give you one, I will do that for time.
2: Okay.
1: The hint. Give a, yeah, hint you at number hint. nine. Okay, I'll give you a
4: hint for for number nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, country. Willie Nelson's still alive. He smokes a lot yeah. of weed. Can yes. you ride yours? No.
2: He's, he's, no. no. Hank no, Williams.
4: No. Towns Van Zandt. No. I think you just named all my peep country musicians. John Denver. No. Kind, kind, of of sort of mm.
2: kind of sort of close. Kind of sort of close. He lives in Denver? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he lives in Denver. I don't know. <laughs> the, guy f- the guy from Heehaw.
0: Was- <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: I know he's not gonna be on the list, but there is a, a soul musician named Baby Huey. That's he's, he's Ryan's on his phone though. cheater. Baby Huey only ever had one album, but he <laughs> no. died when he was like twenty three <laughs> yeah. years old.
2: Put the phone down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> only scrolling through DQ. my own
0: iTunes. DQ. It's like DQ. your records. Disqualification. Johnson qualification. disqualification. Jordan. His name starts with a J. Uh, the
4: guy with the dancing moves and the feet and the funk music and the James Brown. This James is, Brown? No, this is no, crazy. No, no James you Brown is not country. J, it starts with the name starts with a J. Oh, we're still it talking about country. country. John Denver.
1: John Wayne. Oh, we already said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Johnny Cash. There it is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Johnny
2: Cash. Shit. Of, of course. Ooh. We sock, man. <laughs> not <laughs> listen to country music. And what do we
1: need? Number
0: three. You need now? Number, three, number three. And look, <laughs> not to be rude, um, but you're probably not going to get it. Justin, <laughs> really? Justin's
4: podcast goes a okay, lot. Okay, uh, number
0: one was. Number one. What's Fred Mercury? Fred, number one was Freddie. Freddie Mercury. Number two was John Lennon. Number Those two four, that John got. Number four was Michael Jackson. Okay. Uh, John got. So
1: somewhere between Lennon and Jackson. And you don't think we're going to get it, eh?
0: I don't think you're going to get it. Now I'm willing uh, to, you know, we can go around once or twice more, a few more minutes. Stevie Nicks, because this is just entertaining for me at this Stevie point. Stevie Nicks is dead. She's not dead. No, she's not dead. Stop and killing she's people. A
1: female. No females on the list. I thought she died. No, I'm thinking someone else. <laughs> you... Who am I thinking
4: of? Tell me who I'm thinking of. Uh, Patty Smith. Oh shit, that's a good one. But I didn't think of no, that. She's not dead either. Hint. No. Hint.
0: Uh, hint. Dude, we are hint? just killing yeah. everybody.
2: Maybe we need a hint. We're gonna uh, wake up tomorrow. The name <laughs> starts with an L. Lenny Kravitz. No.
0: He's probably still alive. Uh, Uh, Not known known for his last name though, which starts with a B. Lenny Bruce. No. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Lance
0: Bass. Larry Bird. Lance Bass. Larry Bird. Lance (laughs) Bass. Great songwriter. Oh, so good. Larry Bird. Talk
2: so bad. This Uh, one is out of left field. Okay. okay.
0: What is it? What is it? So again, number ten. Bob Marley. Number nine, Johnny Cash. Number eight, Kurt Cobain. Seven, Prince. Six, David Bowie. Five, Jimi Hendrix. Number four, Michael Jackson. Three is Beethoven. Oh well,
2: oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but well, why it, wouldn't you we gone the through, rest of the yeah, guys yeah, like yeah, Tchaikovsky I and, agree,
0: Bach yes. and And again, this is this is where the problem with the list comes in. As soon as I say something, that everyone's just like, "That's a little bit bullshit." My um, my
4: limit was. I'm like, oh, Buddy Holly might be too far back on this one, and then yeah. you say Beethoven, and then Beethoven, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Two John Lennon, one Freddie Mercury. So there you are. The the top ten people. Dead musicians that people want bring back for at least one more song.
4: It's funny that Beethoven's the last one. Another nonsensical thing I read this morning on the internet was that Beethoven originally wrote Für Elise. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. It starts out very simple because he wrote that song for a woman that he was in love with who he was teaching piano who didn't play the piano very well. So he wrote this song easy to play at the very beginning so that she could learn how to play it. But then when it didn't work out because now that, Hey, look at this. I'm reflecting on this story of Beethoven praying on his student of, Hey, you want to go out, baby? I wrote this song for you. <laughs> and then she rejected him and then he made it into the most complicated, uh, complicated piece ever. So she could never, ever play. Spiteful. <laughs> wow. And it was <laughs> a spite
5: piece. Oh my God. I love yeah, that. So
4: a fun fact on Beethoven. It's got a good hook. Yeah. I love out nice hook. And calm. Got,
5: some,
0: got the
4: hook. All those old classical guys are
0: just so spiteful and vengeful little. There's some interesting Beethoven great. and Mozart. Uh, do. <laughs> What oh, that was good. That was fun. That was fun. No, wow. we, yeah. we of Mozart. We really so, suck. That was all uh, Mozart. At
2: least I suck.
0: Yeah, John, you got you got five. So you got yeah. five out of the ten. So good on you. Uh, uh, you get I got, got five of them? Uh, Dan, oh, yeah. Ryan, you got, got two. Then, and uh, happy birthday, Ricardo.
2: Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you. No, I'm in ton t- top 20. I don't care. Yeah, there you go. But actually, those guys, they were composers. Because you said Michael Jackson. Someone say Michael Jackson. I don't yeah. think Michael Jackson was a composer. He, no, oh, yeah. he, was he a wrote all forever. his
1: own music. Yeah?
4: He wrote yeah. them. Like, that's why I didn't think of Beethoven or anything like that because I wasn't thinking of instrumentals. I was thinking of lyrics. songs. So oh, yeah. okay.
1: Michael Jackson couldn't play many instruments outside of the piano, but he would literally beatbox songs to his musicians to try and tell them what to play. Oh, so he'd go to the okay. drummer and play play this beat and they would beatbox it to the guy. Then you go to the guitarist and he'd like make the noises. Oh, and, okay, I see. Uh, I right. Michael Jackson standing yeah. in the corner,
3: like yeah. this man. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That's what he would do.
3: I saw him interviewed na, 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 by Oprah once and Oprah was asking
5: him about that. And he started doing that song. And I, for a while, I tried to learn his, his beatboxing like crazy. I'm not going to do it now, but. You need another good. beer. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys want to hear my favorite Michael Jackson story? It's really,
0: really quick.
3: Yeah.
1: There's a.
0: So there's a really uh, there's a new book out um, called World of My Eyes. It's written by a guy named Richard Blade. He was a, a kind of a world famous DJ, and he was telling this story about how he was playing at this little party in uh, <laughs> in uh, LA somewhere. And he's kind of setting up his gear downstairs, and this kid comes in. He's as he's writing, he's like, he's like, hey, can you play some of my songs like during the party? It's got like really fun beats. He's like, yeah, sure, That's, I'll I'll put it on. And the kid's dancing. He's having a great time. And Richard Blade writes in this book and it was pretty amazing to see Michael Jackson dancing in front of me before he became big in any way. Whoa. Like it was just like him at this like little party downstairs playing for this one guy.
1: Oh wow. It was pretty rad. Mm, yeah. Interesting. He yeah. was a talent. Yeah, he was incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so we so Michael- wrapped up that list of 10, so it's now time to jump into the list of top 12. Um, and this week we're doing acoustic songs and with our guest Justin, we're going to be looking at 15. Yeah. So, Justin, we usually let our guests go first. So, oh man, you ready? I think so. All right. I I
0: like. There's so many. So I kind of interpreted interpreted this like in two ways. One like songs that are just all acoustic, like played with guitar or acoustic versions. Yeah. Either
4: or. We'll either do. or. Okay. Great. Um. Oh my God. <sighs> we do this every week, so
1: yeah. It's, tough. it's that's it there was it's uh, almost nauseating for yeah, me. A
4: couple episodes ago, we did um, top female artists and my top three because it's individual was the yeah. top 30 or 20 it was nuts it was stupid <laughs> yeah.
0: i've got a long list here. i'm gonna okay i'll start with uh the acoustic version of everlong from foo fighters oh yeah. I, I think i nice. think for a lot of people that's the version that they know like i know a lot of people who hear the like the the standard album version they're just like oh they made it an electric version and <laughs> they don't realize that that's actually the real version so i'd say that's probably the, the first one down the hillside from jose gonzalez jose gonzalez Great is artist. a he's like a scandinavian um not Scandinavia, swiss mexican i think and he just has like this really low-key acoustic vibe um it's kind of hard to describe it's not really
4: folk music it's not really country music it's not really like western but yeah, there was one of, it's of, an his amalgamation songs of all those at the same time the very first red dead redemption one of the only like licensed songs in that game oh, really? is when you first discover like this giant valley like this grand canyon type scenery mm-hmm. and the camera goes into a 16 by 9 like cinematic you know where the black bars yeah. are on the screen to make it all beautiful and important. Yeah, t- t- to tell and the focus gamer, on that, focus part. on this yeah. shit, gamer. <laughs> this is important, and it plays that Jose Gonzalez song Sweet. to build the, to build the atmosphere. It's really well done. I would highly
0: suggest checking checking out Jose Gonzalez. Like everything he puts out, it's it's incredible.
4: Um, and then
0: probably robots. A song called Robots from uh, Canadian a Stan Mangan. Yeah, Dan Mangan. Yeah, yeah, not
1: familiar. Um, he's got a few great, good albums. Yeah, yeah, he's got really. He's
0: he's very much like underground. Like people who know him like really like his stuff, but he's not like this super popular artist. But he's prolific. Like he he puts out a lot of stuff. And... We should
4: have you back next week, man, because each one of those three were things that I did not pick, but each of those three are things that are on my computer at home. And I'll come back. Like I'll come I will. Back anytime. I will listen oh, yeah. to yeah. tonight. <laughs>
0: uh, I yeah, to I have track. like seven hundred more here, but I'll leave
1: it at those three.
4: Good start. Yeah. There yeah. we go.
1: Good. Brian. You want to go next?
4: Okay, so the very first one I wanted to share with you guys, each one of you pretty much has this, except John and Justin, perhaps. But we all recently picked up the John Mayer Continuum album. And one of the songs on that album, when that album first came out, saw that guy in concert and it was such an amazing show. But I was sad that he never played this song live because I guess it didn't really fit the atmosphere of playing a concert in the Air Canada Centre Stadium in Toronto. But it's a song that John Mayer wrote called Stop This Train. Uh, I think it's like track seven or something on the album Continuum. And yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful song about growing up, age, stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah I hope you guys like that when one. One of check my favorite
5: songs of all time. I didn't pick that one because I thought that might be on one of our, our lists. Here. Did you actually? For sure, yeah. It's like that song is one of my favorite songs. Of that's, a, yeah, I was that's listening
2: awesome. to uh, acoustic tunes all day and that song came out like 4,000 times, and I was yes, it's a great song, it's a great song.
4: Okay, well, I'm glad I said it first so I could snipe it on the list, because I do have a bunch of backups. I don't
2: have it on my list, but yeah, definitely, it's a great song, yeah.
4: I did keep it a bit more modern. Like, all of my stuff is in in my list, really, is from post-2000. Yeah, now that I look at it, everything is from post-2000, just coincidentally. The second one I wanted to position was a song called Passing Afternoon by Iron & Wine. Oh, um, yeah. and this is a record I think this was you my could first to pretty much just
1: say any of their songs any, pretty, any yeah.
4: Iron and Wine song really but that I'm man's voice yeah, yeah, well, yeah, now yeah. you
1: are Ricardo and you're welcome that's so right, that's, we come okay,
4: here, Ricardo. it's not a physical album that I've given you but that's my birthday present to you is Iron and Wine and the fact that he exists his hey. music is so beautiful
2: I can have the, the album in two or three weeks if you order, I don't mind <laughs> Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not picky with that, so he's pretty fine. sure his
4: records are on sub pop, so they shouldn't be too expensive to get if you're lucky. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, beautiful pressings, beautiful sound, and it's just so warm and organic and natural. There's like no, it's pure as if it was just recorded in his living room. Yeah, the
1: one I just ordered, uh, I could only find it on Amazon and it's the one with um, Such Great Heights. Song on it, uh, yeah.
4: Around the Well, I
0: think is the name of that album. It's, that would have been another great song. It's, no, it's, As well. it's, it's the album,
1: saw. it's all B sides and covers. The Iron oh. and
4: Wine remix of Such Great Heights, yeah. Which it, again,
1: people think is the original, one, yeah. but it's it, not. The yeah. only reason I didn't choose that because we had that on our top cover songs. We had mentioned that before, <laughs> yeah, but that's also but, a great fit. Yeah, the album is it's, it's three LPs, but only five sides. One, the last side is just etched. Um, but it is a sub pop release, and it was only thirty bucks. But it's going to take about two months to get to me. I don't know where it's shipping from. But... Patience, man. If my <laughs> yeah.
4: if my Ross from Friends came from England, oh, yours yeah. will come.
2: Yeah, my Russian album. Remember, so
4: I'm going to switch up in real time here. I was going to mention Kurt Vile, but I've talked about him before on our podcast. Um, also, a great artist. Just because we talked about that remix of the Postal Service by Iron and Wine. Now I want to bring up uh, a song called "Your Ex Lover Is Dead," the Final Fantasy remix. Um, And that's originally by Stars, a Canadian band, if you guys are at all familiar with Stars. Set Yourself on Fire, and great, great band. Um, So it is a remix, but just like that Iron and Wine remix, it is a completely acoustic, like stripped down. There's this piano added to it, um, some strings. It's kind of very dramatic of a relaxing but moody kind of nighttime song,
1: and I hope you enjoy it. Great. That's my top three. All right, John, what do you got for us?
5: The first one I got is, uh, I had to pick this one. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't think it's on any playlist on any of the streaming services, but it's on YouTube. Again, one of my favorite songs of all time. YouTube was on the Jimmy Fallon show, and they did the song Ordinary Love. And it's funny, I, the next day I was scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I saw a post from Joe Rogan, and he wrote, and I quote, "Bought on YouTube just use pure talent to open up a portal to another dimension on the Jimmy Fallon show Holy fuck, that was awesome! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just the uh, acoustic version of "Ordinary Love," one of my favorite songs from them, and I think Will Smith was a guest on it, and he's even like kind of just listening, yeah, tapping his toe, and then the whole crowd stands up and goes crazy. One of my favorite acoustic, they're all doing acoustic.
0: Wait, sorry, you 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 included a U two song? That's yes, weird.
5: I only had a show a couple uh, a couple shows ago in embargo, but now I'm free <laughs> to talk as much as
2: a- I think we'll go into. You Embark see the collar on his neck; it shocks enough. Yeah, <laughs> one in every
5: <laughs> one in every four shows. Eh? I shouldn't have an embargo. Okay, <laughs> Otherwise, that's all I can handle. The contracts on the coffee table. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, my second one is another acoustic song that I really liked from my college dates called uh, "Dust in the Wind." That's by a band called Kansas. Kansas yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. Kansas, two story? I think it's just Kansas.
0: Okay,
2: Kansas. Yeah, yep. you
0: you you know the song guaranteed. I probably
5: yeah. would. No, that's really good just oh, really so cool beautiful. vibe to that song do the Andy Dufresne sing it in your head <laughs> really good song <laughs> <laughs> the uh, third one I picked it's kind of I wasn't sure if to pick this one the whole song's not acoustic but it starts in with an acoustic guitar and if you're a Canadian it's a pretty legendary song it's uh, Closer to the Heart by Rush
4: oh good track yeah. mm. I, can't, I have it here uh, yeah. it's
5: so good when it comes in I think it gets into a, a traditional rock song halfway through but really good start to it that. picks up just a bit Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hard to pick. I have an honorable mention, but we'll see if we need that one. Those are my
2: yeah. three picks.
1: Ricardo, you ready?
2: Yeah, I am. Uh, actually, that is uh, something that I wanted to say, that uh, we were talking about just pure acoustic songs, like unplugged versions for good ones, and intros, acoustic intros for songs. Mm. Man, that is a huge category. Actually, uh, some of my songs that I have here that I can, actually, I have to pick whatever I have in this list, because everything is perfect, I will say, um, I will go with Solbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. great thing. Uh, on, on the first album of Peter Gable, mm-hmm. this guy, they made this intro. I don't remember the guitar player, but he did it like in 10, 15 minutes, the intro of Solbury song. Wow. Iconic yeah. song. It is, it's amazing. I cannot leave a part... Led Zeppelin. So I will go with Baby, I'm going to leave you the acoustic intro. That's that a song, great song, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Led Zeppelin one, baby. So leave if we... you
3: in
2: the <laughs> <laughs> and if we go a little bit um, more, I know that John uh, is not so much into Radiohead, but we can talk about Karma Police.
4: Yes, great track. Karma Police, yeah. yeah. he has
2: this uh, acoustic introduction. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's perfect. I have like seventeen or twenty honorable mentions, but I can. Yeah. Go for this. I Carl
1: still Police. love John's quote about Radiohead.
4: When those drums come in, that's a that's a great track. Yeah.
1: Sorry, John. No, yeah. it's, it, John's it's quote yeah. about Radiohead is: "It's not that there's anything wrong with Radiohead. I think there's something wrong with me." There's so many <laughs> people like
3: them. I just I feel like there's
2: something wrong with me. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, we love you, John.
1: I was just talking about that at work
5: with Justin actually today. Yeah.
0: I have, to, I have to be perfectly honest. I'm, I'm maybe not quite to the same degree as John. I just, I don't have that connection with Radiohead. Yeah. Great. Enjoy it. But I just don't have that. He's yeah.
2: something like And awesome. again, there's probably yeah.
0: something wrong with me. Well, guaranteed there is, but
1: <laughs> there might no, be a correlation with
4: the amount of drugs that you do or do not do. Mm, maybe. A, I don't know. Could yeah. be a correlation.
1: Could be. <laughs> um, all right. I guess I'm up. So my first pick is a song from Bright Eyes. It's called Lua. Mm, um, right. If you're not familiar, it's from the album I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. And the song deals with uh, two people as they struggle through depression, addiction, and the events through an endless night. It's literally just Conor Burst singing and his acoustic guitar, no other instruments. It's really stripped-down, basic song. Some of the lyrics, I'm going to read just a couple lines, just kind of get a, a feel for the song. But me, I'm not a gamble. You can count on me to split. The love I sell you in the evening by the morning won't exist. So it's like he's trying to pick her up, but yeah. 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 Heavy. He's heavy like, heavy yeah. lyrics
2: right there. One time offer. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's an amazing
1: songwriter. Yeah. He's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. My next one up, it might sound a little cliche, but it's still a great song. The Man Who Sold the World, the Nirvana MTV Unplugged version.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, so we had to include that for a reason, though. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: and it's everybody expected Nirvana to do like their hits at this unplugged show, mm-hmm. but they literally mostly did obscure cover versions of different songs. And MTV didn't even want them to do this song because they felt it was one of Bowie's outtakes, but they did it anyway. Um, and it's so, I'm if you
4: don't to, want Nirvana to do something, they're going to do it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Or if yeah. you do, do don't want them that. to do yeah. something, <laughs> they're <laughs> not going that. to do yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and, and like the like, show almost that. never happened. I've mentioned this before. Like they, they almost canceled because they didn't think they were ready. The practices yeah. went terrible. And then they pulled it off, and it's an amazing show. And some of the music critics, even though like MTV considered it as a Bowie outtake, take, some of the music critics, even to this day, claim. That the man who sold the world is one of the greatest songs ever written. Mm.
4: Wow! Yeah. So that I, MTV
1: performance then was
4: the inverse of the Nirvana Top of the Pops performance, where they yes, <laughs> they were told that they had to lip sync to a pre-recorded track for this performance, and they did not want to. So they all like just literally pretend to play their instruments. Yeah, and it's just blatantly hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen it, it's worth a look up. That's yeah. awesome. Did
5: they ever release that MTV just see acoustic Dave performance Broly. on vinyl at all? Or yep. Oh really? Yeah, you can yeah, pick it up. Yeah,
1: you can. I see it that. at Winners all the time. The only reason I haven't bought it from Winners because it's cheap is they put this wrap around it around their records and it dents the. Oh, it's that, like a that security. security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And it dents the sleeve oh, on yeah. the edges, so it's. Like totally Winners has vinyl albums. Yes, yeah, every like once if in a you while. want a copy of Like Amy in the local Winehouse. mall, Winners there. Yeah, I've never. Yeah. Yeah. Usually after the holidays, like right after Christmas, if you go in there, they'll have a bunch. Really. really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and we were talking before that I think I haven't seen a bad MTV unplug one. All the unplugs that I've seen, they're amazing. Like uh, the Nirvana one was stunning, and the Alice Chain one was, for me, is perfect.
0: Yeah, perfect. yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's not a bad one. Yeah,
2: I haven't seen a bad one. Yeah. yeah. And even in Spanish, they have the from Mexico, Manas, de Stereo, even La Ley from Chile. They were massive hits back in Latin America. And, and the quality and the orchestration uh, orchestr- uh, pfft, orchestration with instrument and wind and yep. yeah, and, and strings and everything was perfect. Yeah, I really That's awesome. love that.
1: My last song is by Colin Hay. And if you're not familiar with him, he's actually from Men at Work. Mm-hmm. Okay, But mm-hmm. this is off mm-hmm. his solo album, Transcendental Highway. And it's a song I just don't think I'll ever get over you. This was
0: like this is like an honorable mention for me is 100%. It? Yeah. yeah and this was beautiful. from the
1: uh, Garden State soundtrack. And I thought this was a love song and I'm going to read you some of the lyrics and I want you guys to kind of guess what it's actually about. If you know what it's about, just be quiet for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Don't, <laughs> okay. Don't you dare. So this song, okay, so the lyrics are, I drink good coffee every morning. Comes from a place that's far away. And when I'm done, I feel like talking without you here. There's less to say. Don't want you thinking I'm unhappy. What is closer to the truth? If I live till I was 102, I just don't think I'll ever get over you. Mm. I like coffee. Sounds like a love song, right?
4: Yeah. 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 It sounds pretty like he's missing.
1: Yeah. yeah he's missing somebody, yep. right? So he wrote this song in 40 minutes. Whoa. Yeah. I've had, had longer was, poops. Yeah. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was when he was uh, struggling in his marriage and this song is actually about him missing alcohol. He was alcohol. an alcoholic. Oh, so that's what it's about. Oh, yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I did research for today's episode. I thought it was a love song the entire time. I was time. too. Yeah. 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 So it is uh, a beautiful that's why I'm going song. to get
2: another
4: beer. I
1: can't, I can't really. Is there another
4: song that like <laughs> you, we thought was a love song, but it turns out it was about the guy's dog? I'm, I don't but you remember. were telling me about this once uh, or maybe uh, yeah, sorry to bring yeah. up such an
1: obscure reference, but I just yeah. remember like
4: there is a love song out there where like the lyrics are a love song. But it's about
1: a dog. <laughs> yeah, but like it's a beautiful song, and you really think he's missing somebody. Like I originally thought, it was either somebody left him or somebody passed away, like his wife passed I, away. I or actually something. always
0: thought, it, yeah, it was about somebody who had passed away. Yeah, that seems, yeah. sounds it's like, like he talks about getting old and stuff. Yeah. So I just kind of assumed it was like it's yeah, an early him death or missing something. Missing alcohol. But it turns that out sounds
1: it was like Dave,
5: about
4: <laughs> the LCBO closing early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave Geldoff level sad. So <laughs> wow, that's awesome.
0: After this that.
1: song, he released a more direct song on the topic in 2007, and the song's called I Wish I Was Still Drinking.
3: That's a little more, a
5: little more,
1: that's a little more,
0: that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I first, I, I first heard that song because of the Garden State soundtrack, yeah. and it's probably one of my favorite songs on yeah. that soundtrack.
4: And th- All right. th- th- I've had one beer now, and I can't say Thievery Corporation.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, th- yeah, that, that soundtrack introduced me to Thievery Corporation like 07. Oh, yeah. I'm so thankful. Here oh, here I got to go. see
1: zero 07 once oh, at a festival. So good. Yeah, they were amazing. Weird, weird music. reel it
4: in. That's another (laughs) tangent. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would have never anticipated.
1: Okay, honorable mentions. Who's got
4: got one they want to mention? One that I wanted to mention, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Not a lot of people have respect for this guy, but I am a pretty big fan of Jack Johnson and uh, a song of his in particular called Taylor. It's just a great song. Jack Johnson, man, when I'm cleaning up my house, apartment, whatever. I don't have a house yet, but one day. Is,
1: he's the one who did the Curious George soundtrack, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: If you vaguely know of Jack Johnson, check him out. He's got a few singles, of course, that paid for his house and made him a lot of money. But um, his album called On and On, it's just him. It's like a picture of him sitting playing guitar under a tree. like it's uh, like, a yellow, shady. like Yellow Background That's or something? That's one like called he's... In Between Dreams, and I oh, highly okay. recommend okay. that one as well because that was like his breakthrough commercial, the one that started to make him a lot of yeah. money sit and wait and wishing was the song on that album. Um, but this was the album that came out just before that. Okay. And it was produced by somebody very important that I forget the name of right now, but uh, fun fact as well that there's a cool little producer on that album as well. Uh, some
0: really quick, some uh, honorable mentions for me, uh, dearest forsaken from iron and wine. Again, that's that it's a song where it's like, okay, he's just sitting on like his porch playing Por- this. Like that's what it sounds like. and It's perfect. Um, <laughs> boy Baby with c- a coin. Yeah, oh yeah,
4: boy, with the quotes. we oh, could yeah. go on with iron okay. wine forever.
0: Can, yeah. uh, let's turn an iron and wine podcast. Um, <laughs> we should. We should. Yeah, Baby, come on from plus forty four. Um, Home, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros is incredible. It reminds me of my wife all the time. And uh, Lovers in Japan from Coldplay. Yeah, that's a great one. acoustic nice. version of that song.
1: I got two honorable mentions. Um, I really like Smashing Pumpkins' version of Landslide. Yep. Which oh is yeah. Off Pis- uh, Pisces is It's. I don't know why they call it Smashing Pumpkins. It's pretty much just. Billy Corgan playing acoustic (laughs) guitar in his flat. Um, And the second one, in 2001, The Cure released a Greatest Hits album that had an accompanying album with it of all their songs, acoustic, acoustic versions. Oh, yeah. So the Just Like Heaven acoustic version off that song. Yeah, I'd like like to sneak
4: in one more if I could. uh, Of course. A favorite artist between Melissa and I both, um, she actually introduced this guy to me when we first started dating. His name is Sandre Lerche. Um, He's a singer-songwriter He's got a lot of different sort of styles of music, predominantly like alternative rock folk music that he focuses on. Um, but his voice is very unique. We love it. The song in particular I wanted to mention, it's a song called Minor Detail, um, and it's off of his album Sandre Lurche" and the Faces Down Quartet. Um, so normally singer-songwriter of his own, but he pairs with a uh, lovely jazz band for this album as well. And Sandre Lurche, I'd highly recommend checking this guy out. Right on. Kind hmm. of a not-too-exposed, should-be-much-more-exposed kind of musician to me.
0: I'm going to throw in one more. Sorry. Um, all, all night is uh, uh, sometime around midnight from the airborne toxic event. Okay. Um, that's, one is just a beautiful song, but their acoustic version brings in a lot of string instruments and they, and they have piano playing through it and it's going through like it's still hooked up to an amp. So maybe the acoustic definition is a little skewed there, but it has like this odd little like almost like echo to it and it makes it kind of like this very ethereal sounding at, from time to time. Um, that's a beautiful song. So I checked that one out too.
1: Great. That just made me think of the Bahamas. Yeah, I had a Bahamas track oh, yeah.
0: on my list,
4: yeah. actually. I got two honorable oh, mentions. Yeah. Go for it.
5: Uh, one of them is The Needle and the Damage Done by Neil Young. Beautiful acoustic song. It's great. I absolutely oh. love that one. And now I'm going to be the guy who goes to the uh, music shop and demos the guitar. I'm going to pl- pull it out and play Stairway to Heaven. Come on. Don't I do that. Mention don't <laughs> that. Don't do that. Dude, no, it's do a good it. song. I don't care <laughs> how many guitars play in a music shop. That's a beautiful yeah. I, I just got to mention that one.
2: Yeah, and does anybody? Were, um, They're going to ban you. Yeah. Does anybody
0: <laughs>
4: remember a band called Switchfoot?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've so, heard yeah. Of them before. Yeah.
4: Switchfoot was one I wanted to bring up because uh, I've been listening to them recently. Just the Legend of Chin, um, the Beautiful Letdown, some songs like that. Um, but there was one song that I remember discovering from them called Somebody's Baby, um, and that's an acoustic song uh, written by the main guy John. I think is his name John something. But yeah, it's uh, called Somebody's Baby by Switchfoot. I forget exactly what album that's off of. I think nothing is sound. Yeah, it's kind of sad and beautiful, but I just wanted to bring that up because I love Switchfoot and I wanted to bring up Switchfoot. And they don't have a lot of acoustic songs, but yeah.
5: Another birthday boy. I've heard Switchfoot. Well. Hey,
2: okay, um, I have to say that I have do, 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 I have a lot of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling you, is it's the intro of the song that make that Stairways to Heaven. is. It's beautiful. What
4: it's about um, Angie by Rolling Stones?
2: Yeah, Angie is, is perfect, too. That's a great uh, song. I love that song. Actually, yeah. uh, one of my list, but I feel so embarrassed because I didn't even say Johnny Cash on the oh, rank, yeah. but yeah. the version, the acoustic version of Hurt by Nine Inch Nails yeah. is perfect. Is, is it a, is perfect. It's, it's, perfect. it's a perfect it's, song. It's yeah. a perfect song. And actually one that... I don't know. Um, Amazon Prime has me crazy with all the documentaries that they have. And I've been um, seeing a lot of Fleetwood Mac and uh, this song, um, Never Going Back by Fleetwood Mac. Man, Buckingham, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, he was he was perfect. He had this um, finger styling way to play the guitar. So intense, so good. He was doing the same in acoustic and electric. That song is, is perfect, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, came, uh, it comes in the Rumors album, which is perfect, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect album, yeah, of it's course. It's a perfect yeah. album, regardless of all the issues and stuff and everything that was going on. But, yeah, that song is perfect, too. Yeah,
1: Love it. Some great lists, man. We got to hit this topic again someday, because there's um, uh, a lot more out there. We
4: got to narrow it down. Yeah. Because yeah, it's I, almost I, like I, you could make a whole podcast on
5: the topic. It's almost <laughs> like someone should do that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Actually, we we can do uh, something like that. We'll yeah. have to do an Iron yeah. and Wine
4: episode. Top one Iron time. and Wine episode, top Led Zeppelin yeah. episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. top Johnny no, Cash Zeppelin, episode.
2: We can, we can stay months there. Oh, like, top yeah.
1: David
4: Bowie
0: episode. You're going to yeah. break the record for the longest podcast episode when you're doing that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to go yeah. Joe Rogan four
4: and a half hours <laughs> long. <laughs> Truck driver all day
1: long. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> list, guys. <laughs> Okay, next up, we're going to leave it back in Justin's hands. What do you got
4: for us? Very
0: incapable hands. Um, So we do a a semi-frequent bit or whatever on our show called B-Side Bios. And it's kind of like a a little introduction of some of the kind of lesser known facts about some musicians. We've tried it a few different times with like uh, Jim Atkins from Jimmy Eat World, Nero Young. But I wanted to bring somebody special back for, for you guys. Somebody they think we're all big fans of. You too. Uh, (laughs) It legitimately crossed my mind. And then I'm like, no, I can't. I can't pander to that. So we're going to go into one of the most beloved musicians of all time. Man known as Chad Kroger from Nickelback. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) Can I go now? Yeah.
4: (laughs) So he was
0: born. We just lost listeners. Yeah, we just lost all. No, no, no. You're going to get them all back. Uh, in, the, in the middle of this. I and just then they're saw gonna a demographic
4: spike in Calgary.
0: <laughs> okay. um, l- l- there's a, a little bit of a language alert in this. Okay. I just want you to kind of put that out there. If you, if you have sensitive ears, maybe just mute it for a We're explicit. It's okay, only for, Nickelback. It's only Nickelback. So he was born in Alberta, Canada uh, back in 1974 as Chad Robert Turton um, with his dad, leaving the picture at an early age. He quickly adopted his mother's maiden name of Kroger. So that's where Chad Kroger comes from. Uh, he learned to play guitar at the round of the age of 18, uh, sorry, 13. I don't know why I said 18, I mean, 13, uh, he fancies himself a, a pretty talented guitarist claiming I'll sit down and have a go with any shredder. I learned by jamming along with Metallica, Megadeth and Testament, and you cannot play along with those bands without a good right hand. So he thinks of himself as this, this shredder, this this, this, this pinnacle, this pinnacle of guitar playing. So while learning to shred, uh, he also kept himself busy by kind of being a little bit of an asshole. Um, at 14 (laughs) years old, he landed himself in juvie by repeatedly breaking into his junior high school to steal money and continued adding to his rap sheet with uh, truancy trespassing and the theft of a small truck. Uh, later in life, he added a DUI and heroin possession to the running list of arrests. So, he's, so he is a dick. Well, so he's kind of a dick.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. I'm glad you said the word dick. John. Dude, I got in <laughs> trouble in high school, but it was never for stuff like that.
0: <laughs> in 2008, he, this is the part where maybe listeners should just prep yourselves a little bit. He also chatted with Playboy magazine about the stupidest thing he ever did for a case of beer saying, I put my own dick in my mouth. <laughs> I was 14 and much more That's flexible at the time.
2: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: It was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it back and it's have. I'm having a hard time like actually coming out with the word. This happen like when
4: he had so much to drink that he wrapped his stolen pickup truck around a tree and like just found his own dick. <laughs> no, no, mouth? this
0: was intentional. Like I need this case of beer. Wow. At 14, by the way, 14, and he's working okay. this hard for a case of beer. We all would have at 14. Yeah. Uh, Maybe was f-
2: he was the inspiration for, uh, you know, that tool um, artwork for anime. He, uh, you have th- this guy sucking it. Yep, yep. By himself. Performing, so yeah. You just put it on. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to do that. No, but, don't, don't do that. Thanks, but Ricardo. Yeah. Yeah. But you can see it on the, uh, on the CD. I have it there, so you can have the experience.
0: <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that you two would never really do. No, yeah. you two, there's no stories of Bono doing this. I can just guarantee <laughs> that. So he's four, he says, I was 14 and much more flexible at the time. It was soft and required a lot of pulling. I really wanted that case of beer. Dude, the image <laughs> so in my fun. head. Yeah. Oh, so God. he had an
4: audience? Yo, Dan has both yeah. hands on his forehead right now. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I hope so. I yeah. hope that like, there were people there who like they were holding the case of beer, being like, Look at this do, photograph! <laughs> ah. yeah. uh, Nickelback would record its first demo back in 1996 for only $4,000, funded by Kroger's stepdad. Uh, the band spent half the money to record the EP and spent the other half on Mushrooms. Uh, Later that year, they went on to record their first full length album and have now released a total of nine albums. Wait, wait, wait.
2: wait, wait, wait. $2,000? We
0: all need to stop. (laughs) Sorry, that's a lot of mushrooms. My question first. How do you do (laughs) how many mushrooms? It doesn't go into like the quantity of mushrooms in my (laughs) case. My my question is going to be how do you go
4: through $2,000 worth of mushrooms and come out of it with a nickelback album?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Like like, you're clearly just not creative at that point.
4: Mushrooms are supposed to like connect you with everything every soul in the time of universe. With like when guy, yeah, yeah when How you do, know. when you do shrooms, it's like, Oh my God, I am living in the same universe as my great grandfather <laughs> and I am connected with his energy. Let's write a Nickelback album.
0: I think that's <laughs> what happens when you have like a thousand dollars of mushroom, but when you wow. have the additional thousand dollars of mushrooms, maybe it, it kind of takes you over the edge where you're just, you're, oh, yeah. well, you're, you're Nickelback. Then. Dude, you close
4: your eyes <laughs> and you wake up and it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to get out of the studio because we were done on Monday. <laughs>
0: So they've now released a total of nine albums, selling more than fifty million copies worldwide, which is
4: about forty-nine million. Fifty too million. Much.
0: Fifty million.
4: There's not that many people in Canada who <gasps> listens to Nickelback. I don't know. There's kind of like this resurgence of people that are just like, yeah, well, they're well, not we bad. Can't, they're not they're bad. And I disagree entirely. <laughs> there anyway. was one Nickelback song that I remember when it came out. I was like, oh, I'd, I'd be down to go see Nickelback in concert. And then I thought, no, nah. no, nah, not nah, for I'm one not. song.
0: So he's now forty-three. He might be 44 now. Chad once said, I will die on my 40th birthday. I dreamed of it. I'll be on stage and have a heart attack, and the crowd will think it's part of the show. It's been foretold. It's been foretold. So
2: (laughs) when is the next concert? Maybe (laughs) maybe something something that is going to happen. Uh, So
0: yeah, Chad Kroger is a weird dude. He also happens to be wrong about a lot of things. He's lived an odd life coming from a small Canadian farming community, making it big. Marrying another talentless Canadian, Avril Lavigne.
4: Um, oh,
0: yeah. I had I've had that song on my iPod.
4: And the some 41 guy <laughs> whose face looks like it was sort of like smushed kind together. Kind of mashed in a trash yeah. compactor, yeah. Uh, Chad has somehow
0: managed success, and uh, we all look forward to his next death prediction. Or at least the next time he regales us with stories of <laughs> sucking his own dick.
4: Dude, I wanna see him suck. No, I don't. You yeah, I was call. gonna look, say, look. I was gonna say, like, uh, as a train wreck kind of thing, it's like, man, if that guy croaks on stage, is he talented I enough feel to? I
0: feel if the video came out of like the leaked footage of that, like, nah. oh my God, not when he's 14. That's a live leak link I'm gonna pass on.
4: But if he's like 21, he's like, we've
0: got video footage of this happening. I'm sorry, I'm probably going to watch that because that's just fascinating. You
4: know, those shots of TMZ when they're all sitting around the cubicles and the dumbass with the the drink and the large straws, like, you know, with his arms hanging over the sides. Like, (laughs) I can't believe he did that, man. (laughs) It's like, that's the extent that I'm going to witness that. We need that video. I would never watch the actual video. So we
0: have a. a a playlist on our Spotify, which, um, uh, you can just search on, on Spotify for a PTP podcast, um, for songs, um, all through, um, that are based off of different B side bios. So there is a Chad Kroger version PTP on there, is, but it's an
4: acoustic version. PTP is Chad pulling the penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a um, um, case of beer. <laughs> for a <laughs> case of beer. Pulling the plug. Yeah, pulling the plug one <laughs> for a case of, beer. <laughs> Pull one more case of beer.
0: Pulling that plug. Yeah, it was super soft and stretchy. <laughs> the super soft and stretchy part was the hardest part for me to kind of <laughs> get into. Up, no man. pun like how intended. Much, how
4: much did that four screen stretch out?
3: Stretch.
0: Oh, I, I, I was, I was apprehensive about saying that part on the show because I was like, I don't know how far I want to go, like, kind of delve into this.
4: We're sorry, Sue.
1: I, I no, think. Sue. Come on, Sue, Sue's, yeah. Sue's a big fan. She's laughing her ass off. I, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think we have an episode title <laughs>
2: <laughs> about flexibility
1: or <laughs> pulling, the plug. Yeah. pulling the plug. Yeah. So that
0: that is B side bio. Thank you very much uh, for listening wow, to the. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Can I have some gonna mental flux
1: now, back please? And do that again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was awesome. <laughs> Let's get back to a couple things that were in the news this week. So first up. Let's talk about campaign music. Have you guys been hearing any of these stories? Yeah, he apparently he just keeps on using music
0: that he doesn't have any right to or hasn't asked permission for. Yeah, or
5: keeps getting cease and desist. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So he wouldn't a whole, download
4: a car. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's a whole group of artists um, such as like Lord Sia, Mick Jagger, Elton John. They join forces with a nonprofit company called Artists Rights Alliance. And they're trying to actually pass a law where candidates have to ask for permission to use music. For their campaigns nice. and i think neil young is actually suing trump right now Yeah, that's the one i heard the about mm. of the song yeah. yeah
0: it makes sense though right because like it it kind of gives this vision of like oh well this artist clearly supports this person yeah because they're playing the song right and so it's it's misrepresenting the artist too you'd
4: think you'd just use power by kanye west He's using yeah. that for his
0: own campaign, though. I guess. So. Yeah, true. yeah, we're actually going to talk another about topic, that, too. Amazing.
5: Um, <laughs> he could use some Chad Kruger,
1: probably. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. burn it to the ground. <laughs> this isn't new. The like, there's stories about this going back into the 1800s where, like, Still
4: yeah. in the Nickelback shit. Imagine Nickelback doing a, an opening for Donald Trump. <laughs> Look at this photograph. All the people at my commencement speech. <laughs> yeah.
1: Using number three, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we did mention Kanye. So, did you guys hear that he announced his running mate? His running mate. No, yeah, he's still for running. His, his VP candidate. So, it's his, let me get this term right his biblical life coach, Michelle Tidball. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to
0: say that last name again
1: for me. Tidball. Tid, oh, okay,
0: oh. cool.
2: TID. Yeah. Oh, so close. Yeah, yeah. almost there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. There's a lot of people speculating that this is all just a publicity stunt for his new album or whatever's coming out. A lot of it seems like he's doing this just to pull votes away from Joe Biden Mm. to kind of help Trump along.
4: I'm go to the Winchester and wait for this all to blow over. Yeah, Because yeah.
1: he has no chance of running or like winning because no. he's literally—I think—he's only signed up in one or two states successfully. Yeah, he
0: missed the deadline in yeah. in most of the other states. So I
1: don't understand the point of all this, but. It kind
5: of sounds like he's going for the "put your hands to the television" crowd. and might steal some away from
0: Trump, actually. But.
1: Yeah, I, I guess people can write in the name too, which might happen. But yeah, I don't know. It's I think he needs to get back on his meds, and
0: that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. Is like there there's an aspect of like mental illness to this, which is certainly not funny, but it's also like it seems very telling where he's doing these things and he's saying these different things, and
4: there's no way he. In a meant in a proper mental state, believes this. Yo, know, the guy walks yeah. around with equations floating around his head. Yeah. You know that scene where like they're walking down the elevator in Rain Man, or not walking down the elevator, the escalator and Rain Man towards the casino yeah. mm-hmm. and Rain Man's just like <laughs> got that blank stare. That's that's him, yeah. <laughs> Calculating. There's part of me that wanted him me
5: uh wanted so bad for him to be a crazy genius. He did that whole thing with uh, Mike Myers, you know, that George Bush is crazy, right? I, yeah. I secretly wanted him to be against Trump and then do this whole thing where he showed up in the White House and then do something, but I don't think it's... So it's it genius well he
4: He's a genius just in very crazy ways, and I say that like I'm not even a Kanye fan, but I can still appreciate the art and the, the ridiculous genius that this guy has that makes him unique from everyone else, but that it's still lack, but it's... Art is art, man. And the guy's crazy like Van Gogh cutting his ears off. (laughs) You know, you can only look at it back with, what the fuck was that guy doing? But art is art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what else to say, man. I really don't. Yep. Yep. I guess.
1: Um, Next up, the monkeys again. So we've talked about the monkeys a few times on this podcast. I think the last time we talked about them was when we found out that they actually were opening or they had Jimi Hendrix opening for them. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something else came out recently. Um, so the monkeys were actually d- dubbed as the pre-Fab Four by some critics. And um, they're fan favorites at the Rock and Roll F- Hall of Fame, apparently.
0: Mm. Oh. You guys ever been there, by the way?
1: No, no but it's no. definitely it's a road awesome. trip. Like once COVID's done, yeah. it's a road trip I definitely want to go on. That is in Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. Another yeah.
5: four-turn four tables of the microphone so, podcast.
1: This seems like an odd mix, but apparently Frank Zappa was a huge fan of the Monkees TV show. (laughs) So much so that when he was forming his band, Mothers of Invention, he actually asked uh, Monkees drummer, Mickey Dolenz, to play drums for his band. No kidding. Yeah. And the only reason why um, Mickey couldn't do it was because his contract with RCA wouldn't allow him. Damn Suits. I wonder how that would have changed Frank Zappa's music. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's interesting medley there. (laughs) So after the fact, Mickey is quoted saying, but there's definitely a part of me that was relieved. I don't know if you know Frank Zappa's music, but boy, I'd have been very challenged.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's insane. You need to be on
1: something there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. To to hone in on that. Maybe
2: the two... Thousand dollars of yeah, mushrooms. That's, maybe yeah. that's where the mushrooms actually went. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> true. <Yeah>. So that's <laughs> about all I have. You guys have any other stories you want to share?
2: Actually, like I was telling you before, I was I was listening, uh, not listening, watching a lot of uh, Amazon Prime, and I saw this documentary that about Sound City Studios. Oh yeah, uh, that's a great, that's a doc. excellent documentary. Except, man, and you talk about uh, Foo Fighters and. My respects for David Grohl, man. I mean, I'm so sad that Kurt passed away and everything that happens to him. Yeah, but I think, I think, or I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but if Nirvana was still going on, maybe Dave Grohl couldn't like explode the way that he did. Because for me, he's he's so talented, he's so on the ball, he knows exactly what he has to do. And the documentary about Southern City is so good, so well done.
0: You can tell also, and it's one of the reasons why I respect him so much, is he truly cares about music and he cares about the history of it and yep. Yep. he cares about artists having passion for their music. The dude broke whether his
1: he, leg and came back and finished yeah, the concert after yeah. getting his cast put on. Yeah. It's like, like it's incredible. Like he he
0: cares so much about music and other people's art and stuff and whether you like the music or not, you have to still appreciate that. It's yeah. it's it's it's, an, it's almost infectious especially after watching the documentary.
2: Yeah, no, when he bought the the, the console, you, you know, the story of the uh, uh, the story of that console, man. I think there's like eight consoles uh, that they had on on Sound City that's still working, and he bought it. Mm-hmm. He bought it. He went and said, okay, yeah, I don't mind. If he asked me for a million, I will give you a million for the console. And the first record that was, uh, the first song that was recorded was from Buckingham Nick. So mm. what, and actually, because of that song, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, went to Fleetwood Mac. So can you imagine the story about all all of that and and Dave Grohl he he feels it. He lives it and you mm-hmm. see the passion that he's talking about in the, in, in the movie is it's a great documentary if you have the chance to see it. They put I'll out a great album sure.
0: of the of all the music too that was kind yeah. of featured and uh, I actually have that one on on vinyl and it's it's You have it's it? It's great. Yeah. I was
2: looking for it because he says Steven Nix, uh, Paul McCartney, uh, yeah. Queen's of a Stone Age, I
0: it's just like legend after legend of rock yeah. music is on And there. he was it's just, just crazy.
2: okay, what do we do now? And, and he was just, okay, I play the drums. Yeah, no problem. I can sing. I can play the guitar. Man, that guy is so awesome. Yeah.
4: So we have the inverse of Chad Kroger, who uh, will suck his dick for a case of beer <laughs> and <laughs> whose goal is to die on stage, thinking that that will validate him as a true rock star. Meanwhile, Correct. we have Dave Grohl, who doesn't drink alcohol at all, Drinks a lot of coffee. Yes, breaks his leg on stage, gets that patched up, and then just continues to rock on. That man, that's mm-hmm. a rock star.
1: And continued the tour. He yeah. had a, like a throne made. Yeah, I, see. I was yeah. actually, I actually lucky, lucky to enough play. to go to yeah.
0: one of those shit when they came to Toronto. Yeah, he yeah.
2: he was he was in the chair. He yeah, was yeah he was in the together. chair, and yeah. it was
0: just like this is still one of the mo- like hardest rocking shows I've ever been to. You know, He's Groll, just sitting.
4: Girl should have signed the cast yeah. and sent that to
0: Croker. I estate. saw
1: them at. <laughs> okay. Edge Fest, I can't even remember what year. I want to say it's like late nineties or early two thousands, but they the whole was there, and it was a great show. Oh yeah, they, they were amazing.
2: No, even the the one that we saw in the Eton Cent- no, Center, no Eton Center, Skydome. Right. Just to be on your same.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's always sky Frequency. Dumb. It's always always Skydome.
2: The Skydome, <laughs> sky yeah. And he he brought his his daughter. She was singing in a choir. Yeah. Over there, and the the show was great. I saw the Beaches over there, uh, the Strouts. There were two bands. The Beaches was such a great show, and he has that that, that energy. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. Oh no, continue, John. Please. I went
5: down the wormhole of Foo Fighters on YouTube and how many guests they've brought up on stage, and there's been some epic, or uh, not guests, just like people from the crowd who could play. Who, who held up a sign, and say, "Hey, I'll play guitar," and he brings them up on stage. Yeah. You're not gonna suck, are you? No, the <laughs> stage, and they're just phenomenal. The, the kiss the guy, room? right? The, the kiss side? guy. That's it. The yeah. kiss guy. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the that. yeah. The kiss guy.
0: Yeah. No. No. I have a I have a little bit of music news, not related to, to Dave Grohl or Foo Fighters or anything. If I'm if I'm allowed to bring it up. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> so next? This this, guy, this actually got released. I think uh, like recording day today or the or yesterday. Um, but the museum, the local museum in in Kitchener here is next November, they're putting on a Rolling Stones I exhibition. I that this morning, yeah. Um, so the big reason why I know about this, I've known about this for two months because my wife works there and oh. basically arranged a lot of this. But anyway, um, it's called the the Rolling Stones Unzipped. Oh. Um, and it's this it's the first time it's being, it's like its Canadian debut is going to be here in Kitchener. Um, it's like this 10,000 square foot, journey through the Rolling Stones career. So you got like costumes and there's like a, a remake of the original uh, bedroom that they like kind of first met in and and records mm-hmm. and sound and, and, and all they got all their music playing and stuff like that. It's gonna be like this really incredible experience um, and tickets go on sale this November. So oh, oh, great. if you are a fan of the Rolling Stones or th- honestly, I'm not a big fan of the Rolling Stones. Like I don't really care one way or another about the Rolling Stones, but I'm hugely interested in the history of it.
2: And we can Still have tickets out, so. with you, right? Yeah,
0: I probably figured that okay. out. And between the
4: five of us, about $400 each of Shrooms would do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, for sure. Yeah, <laughs>
5: I'll check that out for sure. That's at yeah. the Children's Museum?
0: That's at the one downtown Kitchener,
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah. they had a yeah. Titanic museum like years ago, and it was uh, yeah, amazing. We'll yeah, so. have
1: to uh, cover it and do an episode around it. And Dude, now I want to yeah, watch Billy Zane shoot gunshots at Leo DiCaprio down the <laughs> hall as, as the boat's flooding. <laughs> Is that yeah. it for everybody?
4: Think that's about that. All right. Nothing else.
1: Yep. I think that wraps up this episode of Four Turntables and a Microphone and Pull the Plug Podcast. What a fine week it's been. Where Thank can you we- for having me, guys. Oh, thanks no, for coming. I love thanks
0: this. It's so much fun. I'll yeah. see you next week. Where yeah. can
1: we find your podcast?
0: Oh, we can get your podcast, my podcast, anywhere you get all of your other podcasts. Uh, it's called Pull the Plug Podcast. Um, you can go to our website, ptppodcast.com. Links to show notes and YouTube, Facebook, all that kind of fun stuff if you want to follow us on there.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. Same with ours. You can find ours anywhere. We're actually adding iHeartRadio this week since we finally old enough to get added to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have to be around for a Mm -hmm. few months before you're allowed to Mm -hmm. add your podcast. That's good. So uh, we'll add that this week. And please, if you have a moment, take a moment to uh, review and rate us on your uh, platform of choice. And thanks again to Justin for joining us. Have a good night, Sue. And to our listeners like Sue. Sue. Thank you, Sue. We We love you, you. Sue. Bye, Sue.